Did you know that Babe Ruth should have had 716 home runs? But for some reason, two of them don't count. Today, you'll find out why. Hi, welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark, and this is Gordon, and we love talking about baseball. Baseball is interesting because it's the only major sport in which we have to stop playing it sometimes. I mean, I can't think of another major. I can't think of a football game that's ever like they're like, no, no, we have to suspend the game. The weather is not well, nice yeah, because they have lightning strikes in a football right, game. They, they might just, delay it. They might delay it, but they've never had to cancel a game and play it another night. That it surely I doesn't really happen remember. like baseball games no. where, where it's like a regular thing that happens throughout the season. And so, I mean, that's what we're here to talk about today, which is sort of the oddity that is baseball rainouts, suspensions, forfeits, though forfeits are not that common, though they have happened within the last 30 or so years. Yeah, there's uh well, let's start with that, but I I want to I want to we'll talk about forfeits, but I want to talk about a suspended uh, a, no, a game that was rained out and, and the reason I wanted to do this episode because when I was 9 or 10 years old, I hit a home run in Little League. It's the only home run I ever hit in Little League. It didn't go out of the park or anything like that because I, I was a little It's not a home run. Little yeah, I, went, I, went, I rolled all the way past the right fielder, went to the fence, and I run around the bases, and I scored the run. I was so excited, and then it rained, and the game got rained out, and the home run didn't count. I'm still ticked off about the Little League home run that didn't count. Really? <laughs> anyway, I just remember it more than anything else. So right. It made me think about you know stats that don't count and, and, and games that are suspended suspended or, or forfeits right. and stuff and, like that. And like we said, so there is an interesting sort of quirk here that because of their, it, what used to happen before the, the rules were changed in the pandemic season is that when a game was rained out before the completion of the fifth, I think it's the fifth, four and a half innings is the these. four and a half innings. So the top half of the fifth inning, if the game was rained out before that, the game was all the records from that game were struck and the game was made up and started again from the bottom of the top of the first. And so this created a weird thing where if you were a player and you hit a home run in one of those first four and a half, you know, innings or so, it just didn't count. And and I and, and so it was the pandemic where they said, you know what, we don't want the the players to have to spend any more time on the field with each other than they need to. Okay, you gotta gotta just just start with that for a second that that was the rationale. Right. I, I think that was just, I think what that's called is we don't want to have to play any makeup games. And so basically, if there was a rained out game, they would pick it up from the suspended point, and that rule never went back to the way that it was before. Right. And it's so much better this way. I don't know anybody that would disagree that like somehow replaying the entire game was a more I don't know pure experience or something yeah I, and i just you know I, I i could never understand how the stats didn't count you know like like that's, well, the that's stats crazy not counting makes sense to me because there's no you can't have free-floating stats you can't have a game that right di- didn't it, the stats didn't lead to an outcome right that's so, the problem so you have to get rid of those unless the game is continued and, and so the, the complaint should not be that the stats didn't count but that they didn't continue the games back then and and maybe it was when when you think about the way baseball was and and and, and it was okay well we're gonna just to bring the teams back at another date I don't want to only play five innings or seven innings people came all the way to watch this game and paid admission to this game they're going to want to get a a whole nine inning game and i'm assuming that has something to do with why they decided to replay the game in its entirety the majority of the game being broad being the majority of the money being made on the ticket sales and the people attending the game rather than on broadcast probably also influenced that as well you it was much more profitable to play a whole nother game 
I, I, it's the only thing I can think of because yeah. you know you, you get a rainout ticket. Now the way they give you rainout tickets is you don't have to go to the game when it's replayed. That particular game, you can go to any game where there's an open seat for it. So it's not like you're married to that particular game, right? So you know at, at least that's the case. But now we go back, and what they probably would do today is let's say a game is suspended in the third inning, um, and they'll just pick that game up and then they'll play it kind of like a doubleheader, and then right. they'll break between the games and then they'll play the regularly scheduled games so the teams don't have to travel or do anything different and the fans kind of get a two for one maybe in that situation right, usually depending doesn't on happen anymore because we don't have double headers anymore well we only really get double headers rarely whenever there is a rain out right right when when they have to right <laughs> have a double header you know right they don't just schedule they don't them. schedule double headers in fact there are no scheduled double headers uh at all in the major leagues which makes uh, sense a- anymore because they the, the owners and everybody want the gates for 162 games and the players probably prefer it. i think i think if you're a player you prefer not to play a double header yeah, I, actually, that's an interesting point. I assume so. I never really thought about like uh, they weren't. They're not particularly fun. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I guess so. Maybe I, it's different if you're not a pitcher. I, I think, and today's players certainly because a doubleheader is allowed guys that don't get to play a lot of times to get a chance to play. Right. Um, and, and I think today's you know players probably are are more happy that they they would get a game out of the way as opposed to have to come back and play it at another time. That is probably true. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think you'd have to ask some players if that's, you know, if that's what it is. So, um, yeah, there's been, there's been only, well, let's go back to the forfeits because you started with that. Well, no, I mean, we could, we could kind of go anywhere we want to go with this. So, I mean, if we want to talk about the forfeit, so what I thought was interesting is I very confidently before the show said, I don't ever remember a forfeit in my lifetime. And actually there was one in 95. Yeah, yeah, and 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 the circumstances of that. Well, there's only been five, which I was right, right. But the fact me. that one happened in '95. But as soon as you hear the story behind the one in '95, and really all of them, it's kind of all the same thing, and it wasn't anything that was done by the players in the game causing the forfeit most of the time. I think, you know, and in addition to the 95 one, the, the forfeit that always comes right to mind is Disco Demolition Light. Well, Night. We were going to start with the 95 one. Right. So that was, this was a Dodgers-Cardinal game. So, and the Dodgers, in their infinite wisdom, and something that's no longer allowed now, decided to do a promotional baseball giveaway to their fans. And so when we reached the top of the bottom, the top or bottom of the ninth, in the, in the seventh inning, oh, the seventh inning, th- the, the fans decided they're going to start throwing baseballs on the field in protest of uh, what was going on. So, and again in the bottom of the ninth inning, the Cardinals are leading two to one. Yep. Um, and and one of the batters uh, gets called out in strikes and, and ejected by the home plate umpire. Raul Mondesi. Right. Mondesi gets thrown out, and then Tommy Lasorda comes out. He gets thrown out. You know, by Jim Quinn. And then the fans throw out the baseballs. <laughs> And the Cardinals left the field due to safety concerns, which, you know, you don't want people pegging oh, right. baseballs the, 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 at you. The L.A. Dodger fans decided that they were going to be uh, Philadelphia fans for the uh, evening. So the Cardinals returned to the field. What do the Dodgers fans do? Throw they more threw more balls, balls at them. Uh, and, and I just am impressed they had some left at that point. So do you think they were, like, hassling other fans? that had Give me your given, ball. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your ball. And so the umpires then decided uh, that they had to forfeit the game to St. Louis. Uh, and then the MLB, in its infinite wisdom, decided that if you're ever going to have a game, we're going to give away a projectile to somebody like a Frisbee or a ball. You give it out after the game. Give it out after the game. Yeah, yeah. MLB takes a while for them to get uh, to get it, but they got it right there. So that was the most recent. Right. Uh, and, and, and I don't really remember you know anything specifically about that particular game. Um, we mentioned in 1979, Disco Demolition Night, and we've had that conversation 
conversation before. Right, which is just, I mean, as soon as you hear, it was like, work, bring all your stuff and we'll blow it up. And yeah, obviously that's not going to go well. And, and, and it was, what always amazed me is that they were shocked when they blew up the disco records in the center field between the games of the doubleheader that it left this big burnt spot out there. Like, what did they, what did they think was going to happen? Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> we're, it was, you got in free or you got to drink for free? I think it was 10 cent or 10 cent beers or something like that. Right, right, which, which incidentally led to another one of the forfeits on this list. Oh, well, because that's is a Texas game, correct? Right, right. That was that was ten cent beer. I think it was fifty cent beer in Dem- Disco Demolition Night. Right. So Texas had a ten cent beer night, and this is just a wild story where the fans got drunk, got rowdy, and upset with the state of the game. They did the only logical thing that you can do: charge the field and try and fight the other team. <laughs> they attacked Texas uh, outfielder Jeff Burrows um, at a f- when the score was tied five five in the ninth inning. You know, it wasn't like a ten one game or something like that. This is a it, this is a good game, a, a tight game. And so the drunken roundy fans arrive uh, uh, armed with an array of improvised we- weapons. Like, what is going on here? Um, um, basically, they they threw chunks of stadium seating onto the field. They brawled with players and officials from both teams as well as with umpires who subsequently forfeited the game to Texas. Um, and you know what the score of a forfeit is? Nine nothing. Nine nothing. So they give you one run for every inning of the game, right? And and I don't, but I don't know that no but, stats come right, out. But of it that. doesn't mean anything because it's not like runs allowed or runs for count for anything. There's no tiebreakers based right. on total so runs. It doesn't or really any, mean anything. And they don't give any. It's like you know, we're going to give the nine guys in the lineup all get home runs. No, they <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> that's not what they do. All it is is a team statistic that's meaningless. Um, and then the other. Um, well, and then was the, the game where Earl That's Weaver. That's only if the game is forfeited from the beginning of the game. Right, right, right. And then was the Earl Weaver game in Toronto where they had like tarps on the mounds right, and that, he wanted that, them to so move what, them. Right. What was his. Why was he doing that? Was he trying he, to play some kind of game? I, I think he actually thought that it was unsafe that if, if there was a fly ball down the left field line and then they had the mounds sort of on the foul territory there on the third base side that as the guy ran over there, he'd run on this blue tarp and slip and fall. Right, and so hurt he decided to protest and he refused to play the game until the tarps were removed. The umps got one of them off there and then they were like, the other one doesn't matter. We're not putting it on. They were like, OK, early got to come back out here after the Orioles didn't come back out. They're like, all right, game is forfeited. It's a forfeit. That's it. The game is over, which makes sense. You have to have that option because you can't have a team basically be able to hold the game hostage in a sense. But but to pull your team off the field, I mean, there's been other incidences where you know you had to pull players off the field because it, it was unsafe, and they didn't have a forfeit. right. But that that was that was that him pulling off because he didn't like something. It was not unsafe. Um, and the only other one was the final game for the Washington Senators at RFK Stadium, um, where you know the the. Uh, Home team was winning. Washington was winning. It's fine. They didn't win a lot of games, obviously. Um, and they were mad about moving to Texas. So they decided to keep them from doing so. The spectators stormed the field, vandalized the stadium. Um, and basically, the security staff um, left the stadium, resulting in thousands of people walking in without paying. And the umpires forfeited the game to the Yankees. I mean, it's just showing you that in RFK Stadium, uh, even back then, they probably would have hated Dan Snyder. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he was around for that one. Though. I don't think he was alive yet. So, but they knew. So when you, when you talk about uh, suspended games, you know we talk about the fact that there's been some weird things where a team had a lead at the bottom of the inning, and if you. Sc- so well, let's talk about right, that right. a little so bit. The, I mean, I think you were talking about before the episode that there was one guy that it was a game top seven. 
tie game 1-1. No, hit- it, was, it was 2-1 for the home, home team. team. It's 2-1 for the home team going into the top of the seventh. Guy comes up, hits a two-runner two home run. Now it's 3-2 in the top of the seventh. They complete the top of the seventh, but they don't complete the bottom of the seventh as it starts to rain, and the game is called. And so because of that, the game is rolled back. This almost happened this year in the Mets game. Right, the Mets right, Marlins the Marlins game. game. Right, right, right. And so the game is rolled back. The two-run uh, two home run in the top of the seventh doesn't count. And the game is rolled back to the end of the bottom of the sixth, which is 2-1, and the other team lost. It's like, think about the wildness of losing a game you were winning because it started raining, basically. It happened in 1950, and oddly enough, the game itself was a makeup of a rainout. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think what's interesting is we had a prototype of what are the current suspension rules debuted for us in the 2008 World Series. Because in the 2008 World Series between the Phillies and the Rays, the Phillies are trying to close it out in game five, and it starts raining. And so they suspend the game. Two days later, they pick it up and they play a back-and-forth classic that the Phillies end up winning to close out the World Series – but it was just a suspended game. They picked it up. They didn't restart and play a whole new game. Right, and it's the only suspended game in World Series history. And so a lot of it kind of goes back to what took. Why did it take Major League Baseball so long to get it right? I, I just, you know, at what point, you know, did they think like after fifty years or sixty years of doing it this way that you know what we should keep doing this way and just wipe out all those stats? You mentioned Babe Ruth supposedly having six, seven hundred sixteen home runs. Um, those baseball fans like me that know Al Kaline, mm-hmm. right, and we know that he's. A Hall of Fame guy, and he finished with 399 home runs, except that he really didn't because there was a game in which he didn't hit one, but he hit two home runs in the first inning of a game, okay, and the game was rained out. Now, I think the problem is that if you're going to be fair, you'd also have to look for guys that hit home runs in the first four innings of a makeup game that didn't hit them in the original rainout. Because you'd have to take those home runs away because that wasn't fair that they got those extra at-bats. You know, and your point is right that they you didn't mandate – I guess if you if you had a suspended game, so if a pitcher had pitched or a player had played and come out of the game, he can't go back into but the if, game. if a guy batted in the first game, he was, 0 for, he was 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. Those don't count for him. He gets to come up in the next game with a whole fresh slate and hit a As home if it run. never happened. As if it never happened. So right. it's kind of interesting. It works both ways so there are certainly situations where guys you know got had, had a benefit to their you know Sir, yeah, not, obviously nothing huge we're talking about over the course of Babe Ruth's entire career it happened to him twice so if you go to um uh i, I like something called retro sheet mm-hmm. i don't know if you've, if you've looked in there too much and all this no stuff. i haven't so there's a, there's a zillion going back to 1885 examples of what they call lost home runs and they all kind of fall into this you know category of you know the game was rained out and the home runs didn't happen and it's only the ones that sort of stick out you know where where Babe Ruth should have had 716, or 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 or, or uh, Ralph Kiner would have won the home run crown. You know, had he not had the home runs wiped out, that kind of stuff well, is didn't interesting. Didn't George Brett get one wiped out in the Pine Tar game? That is absolutely the case. In fact, that is one of the more recent uh, famous suspended games, right? Uh, the Pine Tar game, and that was played from where it picked up in the ninth inning, right? But he would have, but it was, so the, his home run would have counted that. Right. They they said it was an illegal – they did count – I think they did end up counting the home run. Right. Uh, it's interesting to think about because the game – they suspended the game and then picked it up. They didn't replay the game. Right, right. They play, They picked it up from where that it, from from where it was, and and I think that 
you know, managers, when they see a rain out coming, it's really hard sometimes to think, you know, if, if it's really coming, do I want to start my pitcher or do I want to hold him back? And it's really hard to make a change, uh, particularly, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you're not sure. Um, if if it's gonna you know if it's gonna rain all night or whatnot, right, right, right. you hate to burn your number you hate one. To burn a number one and then have him get rained after four innings and get knocked out. But I think that it kind of goes back to me that I guess to me it bugs me because baseball is the only sport where you have to deal with this. Basketball, you don't have rainouts. Football, they just play through. They don't stop playing for any reason. Now I think you can make the argument that baseball is more affected by weather than football though the modern nfl looks pretty terrible when it's raining or snowing i'm going to be admitted and 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 soccer you know they play in all kinds of weather warm cold but again it affects the quality of the game when you're playing in a cold rainy night it does it's not as good but in baseball you know it it, it, you can't play certain down to almost an unplayable halt and that's what happened in in that game of the world series you mentioned but that kind of goes to do you think teams should all have retractable roofs um, well, ideally, in a in a perfect world, a hundred percent, yes. That, so that just like what they did in tennis, right? When you don't have to worry anymore at the U.S. Open or any of the majors because they have retractable roofs, and and you don't have to, you know, you can't play the final on Sunday or something like that. You can always play the final. Right, you, can you can always, always do play that the now. Final, and we don't have to worry about losing a game because it was raining. But we can also agree that the, the impracticality of mandating that every team put I, I in a mean, retractable the, roof the, is not the Oakland Athletics possible. couldn't afford a stadium in Oakland. There's no way we could also mandate it needed to have a retractable roof. And it doesn't, at least it doesn't rain that much there either. Right. So they don't have that problem. So, yeah, I, I think ideally it would be good to not have this be a factor. It would be easier um, for the players. I think it, it, it would create better baseball because the thing you don't want more than anything else is to have uh, Garrett Cole go out there uh, and pitch well, two innings and have it poor, and now he's done for the next five days. Right. Or you don't want a guy getting hurt in a game that didn't matter. No, it didn't count. No, that it didn't count. You know, they all. I guess in, in that respect, they all matter. So I, I think you know that the the baseball finally, through basically necessity, made the change. They finally in, got it right. Yeah. I think I think now, but it wasn't we, by design. It was no, kind of they like <laughs> backed into it. And I can only think that it was part of the reason why they didn't change it before. Now was it was just the way they'd always done it. Yeah, like like, and that all those stats didn't count, and it just amazes me that they could do it for like all those years. Going, yeah, well, it's not a big deal. Pa- the part of don't me count. does feel like we kind of like you're, you, there's a little too much on that because it's like that's the rules. Like, like I understand that it's not fair in a sense that they did hit that home run and that it doesn't. Right, that's my point. My my point is is that you pl- you 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 made this. Uh, accomplishment in competition that was legitimate competition and then that competition I, I you know basically is well it doesn't count because the rule that we have is if you don't get to play this meetings all that stuff never really happened what what never really happened so they, they live with it and and, and, and nobody went said um excuse me well, this, what are you, this are you, is are you, stupid right right <laughs> you you as a player want to take that fight i would have thought well players probably you know, the players they couldn't even get control of their own contract exactly <laughs> so, so much, that's why nobody can must have that and, 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 and it's such a small thing that affects such a few percentage of guys that you is you probably just threw up your shoulders and go, and that's just the way it is. I, you know, I have two words as to how it would have been different had this happened. You know, uh, fifty or sixty years ago, the two words are Scott Boris. 
So if Scott Boris were around and he was an agent back in the 50s and right. 60s and some of his players had their stats, you know, sort of Altered. attenuated, you know. But you know what? He, he was an agent throughout the 90s and 2000s yeah, yeah. and he didn't get it changed. Yeah. It took the COVID year to get that changed. I, I, I just think that the, the, the groundswell of, you know, of having guys like that and more guys like, like Boris going, this is crazy. My player's not getting credit for what he did. It's not even in the records. He did. The, he hit that home run. But Dave Winfield hit a home run off Nolan Ryan. But no, he didn't because it didn't count. It was a rainout. But, but there when was he no sat there and game. he hit the ball, right? He stood at the plate and hit the ball and went over the fence. He right. ran around the bases. Right. Batting practice home run. <laughs> it's not a batting practice home run. It's a home run off Nolan Ryan in not competition. Not an official game. <laughs> it was not an official game. So thank goodness for baseball getting that right. We don't have to deal with that kind of stuff anymore. No. Um, and, and so that from here on out, we'll have suspended games. Um, I don't know that we'll have too many forfeits because I, I don't I, know. Forfeits are only It's hard to imagine from, how it could happen today. It, an extraordinary circumstance. Power failure at the game wouldn't be a forfeit. That would be, be a suspended, suspended game. Fans would have to do something. They would have to charge the field. There would have to be some kind of unprecedented attack, like batter, like legitimately assaults a guy with a bat or something. Like, like oh, do that a, happened in a game, but like, <laughs> like a crazy degree or something. Like, there would have to be something that would basically force the stoppage of play. Because of one team or their fans. And, a, and so much of that, right, had to do with you could actually get on the field. And now you just can't. And, and now you can. I mean, I, I've told the story when I was a kid. I got on the field, and I think about that going, I can't imagine it now. Like, getting on a Well, a guy got on the field, field last year. Yeah. It happened a few times. But they don't show him now. No. And, they, and, and it's not like fans plural. It's one or two crazy people, not dozens of them. Back in the 70s, they would have guys go on there, and this didn't cause a suspended game or a forfeit, but they would streak. Uh, on the field, right? I'm, I'm saying you, I never understood you that. You had a bad enough incident like that that could cause a forfeit, but I think we'll mostly just see suspensions from now. Mostly on. Sus- suspensions. We don't. We don't. We don't. Ha- we have a better game, you know. That oh, yeah. and, and and there's too much at stake, you know, that these players, you know, are are being paid too much. It's an entertainment product. It's professional. Um, we can't have forfeits and stuff like that happen. So I think the players know that, uh, and the management knows that, and I don't see anything happening unless, like you said, something unforeseen. Let's get rid of the rainouts. Unless though. you get rid, of, yeah. That would be good. We need we need dome stadiums for that. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Follow us on Twitter at Almost Cooper.